This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Chelsea, let's get into some futures since we're all excited about football here. These numbers are up at BetMGM. And let's start with most valuable player from the AP. Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, these are the guys who are the favorites. Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes tied at plus 650. Do you find someone on this list at the top and you say, I'm putting my money here. They're a favorite. I don't care. Or is there value elsewhere? Yeah, I'm going to go shopping and I'm going to pick three because at these prices, if you hit on one, you're still going to be in the plus. So for the dependable category of Mr. Dependable, I'm going to go with Patrick Mahomes. Do we think Patrick Mahomes is going to get worse? Mm, no. Last year, everybody yeah. said, oh, he doesn't have Tyree Kill. He's going to be way worse. Hell, even the Broncos might win the AFC West. Well, boy, were we wrong. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go Patrick Holmes. He still has Andy Reid. Best offensive mind in the NFL at plus 650. Further down the list, when it comes to value, there are two swings that I think I'm going to make at the same price. Trevor Lawrence at 14 to 1 and Aaron Rodgers at 14 to 1. Trevor Lawrence is just going to get better. Like the fact yeah. that he even survived that Armageddon with Urban Myers as head coach is building a lot of character for the young man. So I know when you're the first overall pick, like it's hard to say that like you've suffered through adversity, but that's exactly what it was his first season uh, yeah. with the Jacksonville Jaguars. And plus, they're going to sling it. it. He threw for over 4,000 yards last year and put up pr- some pretty solid numbers. So I like him at 14 to 1, also plays in a very weak division. And then I'm going to go Aaron Rodgers. This guy won the award just back in 2021. It hasn't been that long. And plus, now he gets a better receiver core. Uh, He gets a new location where he's out to probably prove some people wrong in Green Bay. Mm -hmm. And so I don't think he is too old for this award at all. So I will go with those three. Those are the three that I'm picking. I love all of those picks. I really love Trevor Lawrence at 14 to 1. And... You mentioned Urban Meyer. I st- <laughs> it's so crazy to look back now and think that Urban Meyer was a professional football head coach because he was just such garbage. Remember when he said, this is like playing Alabama every week. Like He was just completely ill-prepared, awful, and I feel bad for Trevor Lawrence because his development suffered. But now he has a real head coach. Now he has a real team, and that receiving core is no joke with Kirk, Zay Jones, now they have Calvin Ridley as Etienne in the backfield. So many weapons. I love Trevor Lawrence at 14 to 1. So there's a lot of different places you can justify sprinkling some money, but that's going to be my guy. AB Defensive Player of the Year. Your favorite, not surprisingly, Michael Parsons at plus 650. Miles Garrett, 7 to 1. TJ Watt, plus 750. What do you like here? This is a tougher market, I think, because it's hard to go away from Michael Parsons. 
the yeah. fact that he is so good at so many things makes him so valuable to the Cowboys here. Uh, but maybe let's look further down the list. And I think maybe it's worth looking at somebody who can rack up some sacks. Max Crosby is a guy who we know can be an absolute terror from the outside. And what do we think about Sauce Gardner? Like, I feel like he didn't put up as big of numbers as like the hype surrounding him was. Mm -hmm. Cause I think you have to have some really big numbers to win this award. Usually you have to have some kind of sexy stat to where it's interceptions or it's sacks. So I think when you're a defensive back, you can be really good. You just don't pull in those interceptions. So maybe there's some volatility in uh, playing somebody who is not a defensive end or who's not going to have those tackles as defensive player of the year. So I'm going to go with Micah Parsons here. I feel like it's hard to go away from him. I agree. I, I, I don't fault anyone because he is absolutely the most dynamic defensive player on the football field whenever he steps on the field. He has been something to watch. And good on him for taking those personality concerns that were something that, that maybe hurt his draft status initially coming out of Penn State. He has had none of those. He has been an absolute beast. I like Aiden Hutchinson. From the Lions at 18 to 1, just out of pure value. I don't know how the Lions are going to perform this season. I don't know everyone's talking about Detroit. Everyone's talking about Detroit. However, Hutchinson is a guy in his second year. He's ready to make that next step. He was great as a rookie coming out of Michigan. And this is a guy who immediately asserted himself as one of the leaders in that Lions locker room. I love his game and I just love the value here because if the Lions do show out, and maybe they will, I'm not convinced just yet, then this is a guy who will absolutely have more of the spotlight focused on him, 18 to 1. I cannot turn that down. AP Coach of the Year, Chelsea. We're talking about the Lions. Dan Campbell, your favorite, 8 to 1. Sean Payton, Matt Eberflus at 10 to 1. Robert Sala, 14 to 1. Take a look at these names. Where are you putting that cash? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I think this one is a market that looks almost obvious, but maybe not. Because if you look at the past winners of Coach of the Year, most of these coaches have accrued double-digit wins. So even if it's a great story, sometimes those coaches don't get the gentle nudge to actually win this award. So you need a coach that's actually going to you know, get close to winning double-digit games. That's why I'm out on Dan Campbell. Mm -hmm. I don't think the Lions are a double-digit win team. Uh, I'll go with Sean Payton or Frank Reich. Oh, God. Even though the logic that I just laid out for you kind of cancels out Frank Reich, I don't <laughs> think the Panthers are going to win right. double-digit games, but I do think he's a great coach. So uh, let's look yes. at Robert Salad maybe at 14-1. to I think the Jets could be markedly better if they come out and have a season in which they're the cream of the crop in the AFC East. They unseed the Buffalo Bills. I think you have to give some credit to Robert Sala, but Sean Payton seems like the very obvious one. He's 10 to 1, second favorite on this list for a reason. If he can make something out of the dumpster fire that's been the Denver Broncos, he's going to win this award. If he yes. turns around Russell Wilson in any way and he revives this team from barely breathing, 
I think he's got to win this award. But again, they play in a really tough division. I still think it's going to be the Chiefs winning that division. So I'm not sure if they get the wins. But from mm-hmm. a sport storyline perspective, I do think it's Sean Payton. Yeah, I'm with you. And you touched on it, but I think the point needs to be made. The Broncos' defense is all world. They were unbelievable last season. Unbelievable. It's just that Russell was so bad. If there's anyone who can resuscitate Russell Wilson and his athletic ability, then I think it's Sean Payton because that's how he made a name for himself with Drew Brees in New Orleans and being that offensive mastermind. Here's the thing. If Sean Payton can't do it, nobody can do it because not only do you have Sean Payton, you have Russell Wilson who knows he sucked last year. And Sean Payton, the first thing he did, the first thing he did when he got to Denver was take away Russell's office, take away his own personnel. And he said, we're not doing any of that. We're going to use our own personnel. You will be in the locker room with everyone else. He gave Russell Wilson an ego check. And obviously he brings that offensive experience. So the bar is so low for the Denver. I mean, just that bar is buried in the dirt. So any sort of improvement should make the Broncos so much better. So it may seem like a square choice, but I do like Sean Payton at 10 to 1. I'll take a flyer on that. All right, I'm ready for this one. Offensive rookie of the year, Chelsea. Your favorite? I don't know if you've heard of this guy. He played football at Texas. His name is Bijan Robinson. He's got some talent. Three to one. Bryce Young plus 450. CJ Stroud plus 650. Anthony Richardson, seven to one. Jameer Gibbs, eight to one. You know me. I don't care. I know it's not a lot of value. I am absolutely going with Bijan Robinson. Is this a bias play? You're damn right it is. Of course it is. And I love that the Falcons have said, we're going to use Bijan the way he should be used. What makes him dangerous is not only this incredible skill set he has and his vision, but he is an incredible all-around player. He can catch passes out of the slot, great hands. So the Falcons have already said, we're not going to run this guy into the ground. So worst thing you could do. We're going to use him as part of an overall offensive game plan to make sure that we showcase his entire skill set. And when I heard that, I thought, this is perfect. Bijan, three to one. Yeah, go ahead and kiss that poster above your bed of Bijan Robinson, mm-hmm. former Texas Longhorn. I'll say this about Rookie of the Year. One would always think that quarterbacks have the leg, leg up on the competition when it comes to awards just because they're the yeah. flashy position. But a non-running back or a non-quarterback has actually won this award four of the past six years. The only two quarterbacks to win it, Kyler Murray in 2019 and Justin Herbert in 2020. So it makes me feel like you have to have like a banner year as a quarterback to win this award. Obviously, it's relative Mm -hmm. to the rest of the field. I think I'm still going to go Bryce Young. This goes hand in hand with how much I like Frank Reich. I think he is going to do the most with Bryce Young. And I do like Bryce Young as a player who plays in a weak division. I think they're going to really lean on him because, you know, he's the face of the franchise now. Uh, I'll go with him, but like, I don't love it. Finally, Chelsea, comeback player of the year. DeMar Hamlin, minus 350, of course. Then you've got Tua and Russ Wilson and Lamar Jackson at 20 to 1. Trey Lance at 40 to 1. There's value on Lamar Hamlin at minus 350. How does anyone on God's green earth have a chance to win this besides DeMar Hamlin? And by the way, he's back working out with the team. This guy nearly died. We all know his story, and he's back on the field. I would lay $3.50. Absolutely. 
Yeah, Demar Hamlin came back from death. Nobody else is going to beat that story. Uh, so if he sets foot on a football field, he has absolutely wrapped this war award all the way up. And it sucks for guys like Tua Tungavailoa because Tua had mm-hmm. his own brush um, with some tough health issues. Remember when he was knocked unconscious on the field? Yes. He's had all kinds of concussions. Like those are not easy things to come back from either. It's just the storyline with Demar Hamlin was t- so transcendent of even just sports that it's going to be hard to take that award from him. So, yes, has to be DeMar Hamlin. Oh, my God. Tua would have to come out at halftime and turn water into wine or something to be comeback player of the year. I, I don't see any way at all any other player would have even a sniff at this award. So go ahead, give it to DeMar, and let us win our money. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.